0: Com. Are
1: you ready to get started? Hi, I'm Abby. And I'm Vanessa. And you're listening to The Real Moms of Bravo, where we recap your favorite Bravo shows in 30-ish minutes or less every week. Yay! End of year <laughs>
2: bonus episode. I don't know why I like to sing and sound like I'm Oprah, but I like to do that. It's the end of the year, and we are recapping our top Bravo moments with one of our faves, Eliza, Face Reality, who is behind the Instagram account. Eliza,
3: welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to have this bonus episode with you guys. Yes, there's so much to discuss. And
2: Eliza is behind the account Face Reality 16. If you're not following her already, you need to check
1: her out. Yes, and we like I feel like we all bonded together because we were there together at BravoCon. We shared so many moments which we will obviously talk about, but I feel like we're we're soul sisters now, Eliza. So we're so excited to have you on the podcast.
3: 100%. We've been through the trenches of BravoCon together. So yeah, we've <laughs> We've got this bond for sure. Yes. And just out of curiosity, before we truly dive in, do you, I've always
2: loved asking this questions to other people who share this little love of Bravo and have Instagram accounts where you're creating fun memes and podcasting. What made you decide to start your account? What's the story behind your name and how you started?
3: Well, I actually started a Twitter account probably like three years ago. Um, I don't know. Do you guys remember they used to do the social editions of Bravo shows? Yeah. Like they would highlight different tweets, and I was like, I want to be on that. <laughs> and so I just was like, I need somewhere to like write my comments, and so that's where it started. And then the Instagram page kind of came because I was just—I was actually making videos for a private Facebook group that I'm in won't mention any names but (laughs) it's kind of a big big group and everyone was like are you on Instagram I want to share these and I was like well I'll try it out and just kind of took off from there and here we are (laughs) here we are I love it it's such a fun creative outlet it's so funny telling people like
2: you know and having conversations with our friends and stuff and they're like oh who made what meme and you're making memes and I'll, like, stop Mm -hmm. in the middle of a meeting that I'm in and all of a sudden be like, oh, my God, this would make a great meme and (laughs) try to, like, make it right away. It's just a weird life we live, Mm
3: -hmm. just memeing and
2: making videos. Yeah, Absolutely. Well, let's get into the
1: top ten because there's a lot of big moments to cover and we want to give all of them the attention that they deserve. So we will be going, we're starting with our ten, the tenth moment, and then we'll save number one for the end. But number ten we have. Tensley's engagement, which originally was just their engagement, but after uh, the last couple of days, it's actually, I guess, Tensley's swan song with uh, her now leaving Real Housewives of New York. What do you guys mm-hmm. think about this?
3: I mean, I'm very excited for her. It's you know, very. I, I don't, I don't know how good I feel about their relationship, but <laughs> I'm excited that she's happy and moving in this direction. Um, So sad to see her go though. She was becoming one of my, she was one of my favorites after this past season. She really started to show her snarky side and I was loving that. So I feel like
2: Tinsley gets a lot of heat and a lot of people, I feel like those who hate on Tinsley and aren't sad to see her go with I mean, I guess she'll be in part of this upcoming season. I don't know mm-hmm. how the editing is going to go, but I feel like they're going to bite their words and kind of miss. I'm going to miss Dale.
0: I mean, yeah, no. I talk about Dale
2: all the time. I'm going to miss Dale. I just, I mean, on one hand, I'm happy and that she's having her baby, but, or baby, hello. I'm just jumping <laughs> right ahead. Assuming that's going to happen. Yes. I'm happy for her. And I also think about, too, like we keep hearing rumblings and Abby, I know. I don't know what you think about this. And Eliza, I'm curious to know what you think about it. Uh, it. Rumblings about real housewives of Chicago. And so I'm curious to see if anything comes out of that or not. I don't Cause I keep hearing ever, things back and forth.
1: I just don't think it'll ever happen. They've tried. They tried two times that we know of to make Chicago mm-hmm. work. And the the footage they said was just honestly at the end of the day, boring. So I just, I don't see Chicago happening. And I almost feel like, you know, Scott didn't want to really be part of the show. And I wonder Mm -hmm. if Tinsley said, I'll leave all of it, move to Chicago, but I need a commitment. And this is why now there's the engagement and she's left.
3: Right. I can see maybe he would be okay with like their own show if that was ever, you know, if he had like produced, you know, if he had, you know, more of a hand in what went on, because he seemed to like the free ad space for yeah. his <laughs> yes, body. so <laughs> I wonder if maybe there'd be something like that in their future where he has more control over it but I don't I'll think he likes not having control I'm not, I'm not going to miss her that much I she was not oh, one
1: of my oh, Abby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know I am <laughs> happy for her I wish her the best I think part of the reason why she wasn't one of my favorites is I think she's just kind of boring but in a good way I think her life is really just She wants to be married. She wants to have kids. Occasionally she gets drunk and does her, yeah, I'm drinking Luann. But other than that, I just don't feel like she gave us a ton of great moments. Um, But I also think, I have a theory that the people that probably are boring on TV would be like your best friends in real life because they're just a little bit more normal Mm -hmm. than the rest of them. So um, I wish her well, but I'm I'm not going to miss her. I will miss Dale. If I could just keep Dale, I'd be happy.
3: Wow. Hopefully she keeps a friendship with the ladies and we maybe will see her and have some updates on Tinsley.
1: <laughs>
2: Absolutely. I feel like we'll see kind of like a how Megan King Edmonds did with OC. Maybe she'll just like mm-hmm. pop up at parties and make a couple of appearances.
1: Well, that hopefully, though, her her story is a little different than Megan's. Um, so oh, it doesn't end yeah. And yeah. divorce and a cheating scandal. But speaking of OC, our number nine moment is a pretty, <laughs> pretty big one. <laughs> Uh, this was a little shocking when it first came out, but now that we've seen the season, maybe not so much, but the OG of the OGs, Vicki Gumpelson, being demoted to friend of, uh, for this season that we're currently in right now for Real Housewives of, the o- of Orange County. I was shocked though, when I found out at BravoCon that she knew before filming, I thought, you know how she did her whole, like she sent flowers from like yes. evolution media that were like yes. guaranteed she sent it herself. I... I thought that was kind of her way of trying to be like, no, I'm not a friend of, but apparently she knew the
3: entire time. Yeah. That's surprising to me too.
2: She, I am watching this season and Abby and I are not shy about hating on Vicky. <laughs> I think her time is up. I think she's kind of just, ugh, I'm just kind of over her. Eliza, what is, what did you, were you surprised at all about Vicky's demotion? What's your take on that?
3: Um, I guess I'm surprised only because No one's really, other than like Kelly Dodd, no one's really standing out as that great anyway. So I'm not really sure what Vicky did to lower, you know, like the bar is not that high to begin with. So how did she go (laughs) that low that she got demoted, I guess is my question. Was it something behind the scenes? You know, I don't know. I I wonder, because it's not like anyone else has that much that they're bringing. Besides, I would say Kelly and... I mean, OC is going to get,
1: I think it's going to get a big shakeup. I wouldn't mm-hmm. be surprised if we have quite a few cast members leave after the season. I think Bronwyn sticks around. Uh, yeah. I think Shannon sticks around. I think Kelly Dodd sticks around. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can say that about anybody else. I could see Gina, Emily, and Tamara all gone. Mm-hmm. That would be quite the shakeup. But I think the
2: cast does need it. And we, I mean, we've talked about it, Abby, and I've talked about this a couple of times. But I feel like if you removed Bronwyn from the show, there would it would be an even more boring season. I think mm-hmm. she brought a lot for a newcomer, and then I think Vicky's just like up to her own antics and trying to stay relevant. You could tell you can always tell when there's a housewife who knows their stuff is on the line and they're trying to go a little bit more all out to get that, that contract and get that Bravo money. <laughs>
3: yes. Yeah. Absolutely, it was very forced this season with her. Yeah, everything she's doing. Well, shall she's, we?
1: Yeah, I was. She was just so over the top. But uh, mm-hmm. I feel like we're we're starting a theme here. I didn't. Yeah, be so negative for the <laughs> first one. But... <laughs> number eight. Shall eight. we start? Yeah, yeah
2: number eight. LVP leaving and I maybe we shouldn't lump number eight and number seven together, which is Bethany leaving and just talking mm-hmm. about those big shakeups too. So I personally with LVP, I was not surprised by that. Bethany, I was shocked by mm, yeah. what were your all takes. And do you feel like each of the shows um, Beverly Hills and New York, can they survive without them? We'll, I mean, we'll soon see.
3: Well, we didn't get, lvp for almost half of the season for beverly hills and that i mean the season wasn't super exciting i can't (laughs) say if that was because of her or not but all they really talked about was her not being there so (laughs) um and then for her not to show up to the reunion kind of was just a full-on
2: yeah
3: like the whole thing just kind of tanked after that for me because that was really the one thing I was looking forward to. It was like, oh, she's going to have to face them all. And we're going to see this. And that'll be great. And then she didn't. And I was like, really? Come on. Um,
1: but in so. seeing her at BravoCon, I will say she loves being part of Vanderpump Rules. I think mm-hmm. you know, we've heard in interviews, Sandoval said she hated being on Housewives. I think this is a better move for her, a better fit. Everybody was so excited to see her at BravoCon. It was very unexpected, especially at Watch What Happens Live. I think Beverly Hills is going to survive without her only because they keep bringing in some pretty big names. I think Garcelle
0: coming in,
1: who's, you know, a legit actress. We had um, Denise, you know, people who have actually been pretty successful, where typically in the past, these housewives are people you haven't heard of uh, until you see them on Housewives. They just happen to have a lot of money. So the fact that they're bringing in recognizable names and faces could make Beverly Hills start to stand stand out from some of the others.
2: I agree with that wholeheartedly. And with LVP, truthfully, I, yes, the, and Eliza, you nailed it. Half of Beverly Hills was so boring to watch. They're really It was all about Puppygate. I'm like, I think I blacked it out so far back in my mind because it
1: was so bad
2: <laughs> that I almost forgot about these little details. But I, I mean, I wish you would have faced the music and at least have given us like a little bit of an ending as a viewer and showed up to the reunion and and show up um, especially because she's called out other people for doing that and not following through but we'll mm-hmm. see what she says on this upcoming season of Vanderpump Rules I kind of wonder if it will kind of come up a little bit and I see it her it coming up in a way where she throws some shade
1: I but I don't think New York can survive that Bethany I think mm-hmm. I mean they've tried and it was not it's good. True. she wasn't there I don't think Sutton is going to carry the weight. I don't think anybody could. I think that's putting a lot of pressure on a newbie. I think newbies typically don't wow you right away. They do enough to get a second season, and then they slowly become, like, one of your favorites. Minus Bronwyn. I think she's the only newbie that I've really liked from the start. So I, I just – I don't think Sutton's going to take – like, I don't think she'll take Bethany's place. I don't think anyone could. And I think this is why some of them were so mad because – I, they know the ratings are not going to be as strong without Bethany. And I'm sure it pissed a lot of them off that she announced leaving right as they were getting ready to start filming. She was absolutely not fired given the fact that everyone was so surprised. We've heard from good sources that like there are scenes where you know Dorinda and Sonia were already set to film with Bethany. So this was planned oh to have her part of it. Which I think makes it even more surprising and sudden because we know majority of the housewives are fired and that is not the case here with Bethany. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah I was shocked and especially because the press release was in a variety like Bethany is always a couple steps ahead with calculating different moves I also wonder if her relationship had something to do with it she didn't want to showcase that part of her life maybe she wanted Mm -hmm. to focus more time with her daughter and explore other opportunities that she has because we all know that Bethany is a big businesswoman yeah, and Abby. I don't know how they're going to survive without her. And with Leah, I believe the new housewife is Leah. There's another one, Leah Mob, I think, and she's been on. Oh, other yeah, that was
1: Sutton. I'm confusing. Sorry, Sutton is the <laughs> other one on Beverly Hills. Leah, you're right, is a new one. I don't think she's going to. That's a lot of pressure for a new person.
2: That's a lot of pressure, but I think if and Eliza, if you know this too, and Abby, correct me if I'm wrong. I believe she's been on reality TV before, possibly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so maybe she will bring it in ways we don't know how. But again, that's a lot of pressure to put on a, a newbie. And truthfully, I wish they would just bring Jill back. I don't think she will ever be back from my understanding and the things. that <laughs> I think she's kind of blacklisted herself in some ways to get the full Apple. But I would love her to come back. That would make it more entertaining to me.
1: I think she's definitely filming more this season. We saw her a little bit last season. She really burned a bridge with Andy and Bravo when they fired her. She went kind of on a rampage. And then Andy had her on Watch What Happens Live. And she was extremely rude. This was years and years and years (laughs) ago. So I feel like it probably bothers Andy that so many people want her back, myself included. I would love to see Jill come back. Uh, And I'm sure Andy and Bravo is not thrilled about that. And They're going to do their best to get people in there so they don't have
3: to give Jill the apple. Yeah, that makes sense. I think I'm wondering if we're going to hear Housewives discuss Bethany not coming back or if they're just going to pretend like she disappeared into thin air and not mention her. Because I feel like it's kind of, you know, wh- I don't think Bravo would want to give them that platform to make them, you know, give it, them that yeah. free kind of promotion by making them a storyline when they when she's decided not to come back. But how can I mean, they not talk about it? I think they let her,
1: them talk about it. I've also heard yeah. that this, this season of Real Housewives, uh, they're trying different things with mm-hmm. uh, just the way they're filming and interaction with the crew in production. And we've started to see this slowly more and more. We'll see production ask certain questions during the interview where typically yeah. we only saw the responses. So uh, I do love I think, that. I think it's great. I mean, we all know production's there. We know they're filming and they're asking them questions as they film. I bet the crew will prompt some discussion about Bethany if the women don't do it on their own. I feel like that's they're how they not going to be nice. <laughs> yeah. No. And I <laughs> feel like that's good. how the first yeah. episode is going to start.
2: I can mm-hmm. see like a lot of headlines. Like I can mm-hmm. see the editing mm-hmm. being very, very dramatic and kind of hyping that up a little bit. And I can see camera crews being like, where's Bethany? Where's Bethany? And just kind of oh, addressing yeah, yeah. it in that way because I feel like they've done that before. I would really love a pop-up episode of this <laughs> because mm-hmm. they have been doing that a little bit. We talked about it about with New Jersey and that would be really I, fun. Uh, as they the break pop-ups. the fourth wall,
1: Baby, I, I can't get them. I don't know. It must be like a special Kansas city thing.
2: I don't know <laughs> if it's a special Kansas city thing. I wasn't able to find it again. It just happened to be in my DVR when I watched it. Bravo. If you're listening, which I don't know that you are, please give mm-hmm. us more pop-up. Cause we do, I think, As Housewife fans, and we've been fans for so long, since the beginning, we we are very self-aware about how you all film these shows. So let's break down the fourth wall a little bit. Give us these tidbits and information, especially, too, all these Housewives are sharing everything on social media. So might as well kind of acknowledge it.
3: Yeah, definitely.
1: Well, and I mean, I think uh, we'll probably see quite a bit of of a fourth wall involvement with Teresa and Joe's special, I don't know how that wouldn't be the case because they're going to have to ask the girls and Teresa some tough questions.
2: Our number six, I feel yeah. like they have like an announced it. Yeah, <laughs>
1: number <laughs> six.
2: and number six, Teresa and Joe interview.
1: This I don't. This interview was not surprising in that we definitely saw that they are most likely not staying together. I think to me it was just surprising how awkward the interaction was between the two of them. And at the time, I didn't know that Joe could not see Teresa. Knowing that completely changes the way the interview, like (laughs) the way you feel about it. But in the beginning watching it, he seemed cold and they just seemed very distant. There was no, like there was no excitement in either one of their voices. Like the tone of their voice was really kind of somber and sad. Majority of the interview, the only time we saw some maybe emotion is when, Uh, um, Joe basically said to Andy oh you know more than I do Teresa took some guy to the beach that
3: was pretty awkward (laughs) yeah that was uh, interesting especially with I don't know Andy definitely fed that fuel for sure he was happy to see (laughs) a little bit of tension being brought up between the two of them but it just seemed like their relationship was like that before he went away it was always there's always that underlying, like, tension going on. Um, so, I don't know. It seemed like n- not much has changed, but how could anything really change when they haven't been together right. for so long? Yeah, that makes sense.
2: Do you all think they're going to reconcile?
3: I really do not see it happening, personally. I never know with them. <laughs> I never know what Teresa's is going to. It seem it seems like everything she does is really based around w- what's, I mean, obviously best for her kids, but also best for her career. And if something yeah. came up that was good for her career, then she would go with him or vice versa if it was better. And I think I, it's better for her career to stay, but I don't know. I think in the special, she is going to, this
1: does sound really bad, but I agree with you. I think she does what's best for ratings and for her to mm-hmm. remain popular and trendy mm-hmm. and she's smart. She knows that's her livelihood. Her books, let's face it. She's not like this amazing author. Her <laughs> books have only been successful <laughs> because people love her on the show and she knows that everyone's expecting them to be, to, to you know, become d- a divorce couple. I think, I think it's fake. I think it's staged, but I see, I think we see them reconcile in Italy. I think they try to make it work and the next season of Jersey housewives is going to be her trying to have this long distance marriage with Joe that ultimately will end in a divorce. And then next season is the, so two seasons from now is divorce. Teresa. Yeah.
3: Woo. Stretch I love it the out. prediction. Stretch, I, it out. stretch it out. <laughs> yes, I think she's, she's, smart.
2: she's yeah. smart and wants to profit off her marriage. I mean, we're seeing those Lincoln bio, those stupid, that stupid shit that's oh, happening God. on Instagram. <laughs> that makes me want to, stab my eyeballs when I see Mm her. Bravo lebs do this, but clearly they're in cahoots together. I think they both know they can make money, more money together than apart. And they're writing on these long 15 minutes of fame. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah.
1: But it's kind of like the circle of life. So number six is ultimately going to be Teresa and Joe's divorce. And number five (laughs) is a wedding, um, which might ultimately lead in divorce as well, but number five (laughs) is... uh, Jack's and Brittany's Kentucky Fairytale Wedding, which I was shocked at how just absolutely stunning and beautiful and every detail was thought of.
3: Yeah, overall, the wedding was gorgeous. And I i mean, I still remember that day just scouring Instagram like, who's there? Who can I follow? Who can I find the first picture of Brittany? I want to see her dress. I want to see the bridesmaids dresses. And really, overall, it was just gorgeous and made you totally forget how messed up that whole relationship is. I mean <laughs> I
2: felt like I was at the wedding like Eliza mm-hmm. you saying all that was exactly yeah. what I was gonna mm-hmm. say being on social media I felt like Abby and I were like nonstop. like oh my god oh my god oh my god look at this posting <laughs> this look at that it was like a. It was there was so much that was shared. I was really surprised mm-hmm. by how much was shared because I feel like we have seen the entire wedding. It's saved on our Instagram page, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. If you want to relive yes, it, It's yes, Brittany same. and Jack as a highlight, and same on Face Reality mm-hmm. 16 as a highlight. If you want to relive it, it's all there. But I was shocked by how sweet and kind of classy it was. Uh, they did have Hooters and the Taco Bell. It also I gave them props for how many. Um, they must have hustled to get a lot of product placement and get stuff for mm. free.
1: There were several, uh, there was vodka, there was, uh, the, yeah, Taco Bell, Hooters. I, I feel like there was, was, was like seven. socks,
2: like bow tie. there was like
3: everything. Yeah. So when we they were every- getting ready, there was the, stuff when yeah, they were getting the ready. IVs, yeah. The oxygen. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh the they next. Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, the IVs. Oh yeah. We- Dunkin' uh, Donuts. Yeah.
1: As we all know in this Instagram world, it's hard to get that. I mean, they had to pitch it and they had to get these brands to want to be on board and invest. So as some people might think it's tacky, I think good for you. I mean, no,
3: good, yeah,
1: you got to do what you got to do. They had a beautiful wedding and maybe it wouldn't have been possible without some of those uh, hashtag ads. Yeah, probably it
3: probably
2: made, made for itself. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. You all think seeing that, I wonder how different Brittany and Jack, or not Brittany, Stassi and Bo's wedding's going to be. Do you guys mm-hmm. think we're going to be able to see that much on social media or do you think it's going to be a little bit more protected?
1: She said it's going to be filmed at Bravo con.
2: I mean, um, I mean for us to follow along like we did with Brittany uh, and Jax, like I know we'll see Brittany and Jax's wedding on TV too,
1: think,
2: but just yeah, to follow along when it actually happens.
1: I think the only one that we won't see a ton of is uh, Lala and Randall. Cause they've said they kind of want to keep theirs a little bit more private. They're not going to do a TV special. So they say, Um, I think we'll see quite a bit of Stassi, though. I just think knowing how Stassi is, uh, there's a lot of rumors that she's being groomed to kind of become the next Bethany that can kind of stand on her own and have her own, you know, business and empire, so I bet she shares a lot of it because that's how people are going to connect with her.
3: I kind of can see her, and maybe I'm wrong, but I can see her, like, collecting phones (laughs) (laughs) before they go into the church or wherever they're going I don't know because she's she definitely wants to share but she also seems to really want control over what gets shared and the the image that it portrays and I don't know I could see I know, that that just came to mind I was just like imagining her being like okay your phones go here this is where you or not her, but
2: whoever's in charge Her it. handlers. I yeah. love that. I can totally see that considering <laughs> she had a people exclusive for her engagement photos. Mm-hmm. I foresee, I mean, clearly I'm sure she signed a contract. Her publicist was like, we will give you engagement photos and wedding photos and give you this exclusive for mm-hmm. X amount of money. So for that reason, it wouldn't surprise me if we don't see photos right away. But then again, Jax and Brittany did the same type of thing. I was had Jackson and Brittany had a- people, And then they were people later on. So I don't know. I can see it going both ways, but I see more sharing than not because that crew, I feel like they won't be able to not share.
3: Right. I do
1: think it will be controlled, um, as we've seen. Mm -hmm. I mean, and we heard stories at Bravicon that Stassi, she likes the attention when it's planned and she's ready for it. Uh, A lot of people said that, like, we're in the VIP booth at the Vanderpump party, that she really was trying to keep a distance from fans. She Mm -hmm. kind of didn't want to be there. We got the same vibe from Bo. So, I do, I mean, I think to your point, it will be controlled. I don't think we'll see as much in every second like we did with Brittany and Jax.
3: Mm-hmm. Maybe just, like, the non-celebrity guests will have to check their phones. But everyone yeah. who's, like, <laughs> yeah, validated on Twitter can have their... <laughs> everyone that has a validated name can have their phones. Yes.
1: It <laughs> is weird, right, like, right now with how
3: many things we see before they are... Like, right. air changing and, everything's changing a lot right now I think
1: and I, I but I think some of it is we see different views but we mess we don't see all of them so yeah, one not so our next one is pride and the pride for number equality. four pride, number pride. Four. <laughs> <laughs> we really only saw that from Cynthia Eva and a little bit of Nini's perspective but you know a lot more happened so it I wish like I'm wondering if it's going to be on another housewife or on another show where we kind of see more of this obviously drama that happened because there was a huge fight in the car with uh oh, that's not with <laughs> yeah. but with uh that's Tinsley, and mm-hmm. Tinsley and Sonia Tinsley
3: mm-hmm.
2: and Sonia Pride they was weren't filming. No, Pride was really fun to watch because yes to Eliza's point they weren't filming and that the drama was still happening it was a group of all, like the most random grouping in a good way a Bravo Libs. And it was just a way to celebrate love and universal. It was so that was also very really fun to watch through social media. Reza was sharing everything. I didn't realize him and Kelly Dodd were friends. Patricia, like Sonia, was shwasted, and Patricia's there. Like it was, it was fun to follow along. I really enjoyed it.
1: Well, and let's not forget what made it so fun is this was the Sunday after Brittany and Jax's wedding. So we've been following, you know, their rehearsal, their wedding. We're like, oh my gosh, can Bravo, you know, take over my weekend anymore in a very positive way. Like we were loving it. And then we had the pride parade and there was, I mean, so many people Instagram storying and posting that, I mean, that's like kind of was the cherry on top of a great Bravo weekend.
3: I remember being just like, so now that you say that, I didn't remember it was right after then. But now I remember just being so like fatigued from the wedding being like, oh, like I loved the dresses and the outfits. So I was like just taking screenshots of everyone's outfits and sharing that because I was like I can't even. (laughs) And then the fight happened and I was reinvigorated to like repost things. But the best part about the fight,
1: though, is so Leanne and. Reza are yelling at them like we're getting ready to get out of the car. Get it together! Like no, yeah. like nothing leaves this car. Not in and public. Kelly, yeah, yeah, not in public. You're right. And Kelly Dodd put the whole thing out there. It's like, I well, know. she's I my. I mean, yeah, that whole. She's amazing. As we learned at BravoCon, she has no filter. Says whatever she thinks, and I think in her mind it's like, well, it happened, so no one can get mad at me for putting it out there because everything that was said was really said. I didn't. I wasn't lying.
3: And she didn't say it.
1: She just recorded it. it. <laughs> that sounds so creepy.
2: So she did
3: so
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think they eventually took it down, though. I think she eventually took it down, but there were enough Bravo accounts who oh, caught yeah. it so Record. Yes, the screen record, <laughs> yeah, screen record yeah, is the best thing oh. on mm-hmm. an iPhone. If you yeah. all don't know how to do that, it's kind of fun.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and I, remember how she said at BravoCon that she. Uh, very frequently we'll get calls from, I forgot the person's name, but the Bravo social media people telling her to take stuff down. I mean, can you imagine (laughs) the amount of calls and texts she was getting after she posted that? I'm sure people like get that down now. I'm surprised that Bravo people like it's not in their contract to say that we have access to your account. Should you post anything that shouldn't be posted so we can remove immediately? <laughs> they might
3: start doing that. That might be the yeah. next clause they add. That might be yeah. the next thing. It's so much management contracts. Yeah. yeah,
1: so much
2: management. And so our next moment. is so, this so touching. Now, I know, so touching. We're now breaking down into our top three. Is Andy becoming a dad to sweet little Benjamin? I loved all of it.
1: I know. I mean, so technically his announcing it, you know, was in 2018, but the actual birth of baby Ben was February of 2019. And the picture he posted, like it gives me chills thinking about it because it's just him holding this tiny little nugget. And I think anyone who's, been a parent which the three of us have mm-hmm. I mean there, you have so many pictures of yourself just holding your baby and then you look back like I'll look back now and be like oh my gosh they were so small <laughs> and I like the second I saw that I just it's like nostalgic and I was so happy thinking this is going to be the picture that Andy looks back at and being like I can't believe this was the really the start of my life as I know it
3: absolutely and the way he announced it I'll never. I don't know I'll never forget because just watching and and everyone was just expecting him to say one thing and they had no they were completely blindsided they had no idea that's what he was about to announce and just all their reactions they were you know all the oh my god you know screaming and just imagine they were all moms too and just imagining what he's about to go through and just knowing that he's just the best Teresa's Person in the not, world to go for. I know Teresa's not responding. Yeah, it? Teresa's reaction was yeah. the
2: funniest part about that. But it was such a sweet moment and all his pictures and he loves being a dad and Abby had a chance to ask him a question at BravoCon about fatherhood and we'll share that again to our stories because I thought it was um well said, but we basically asked him about the challenges of fatherhood and he shared a very thoughtful response about that. But we all know being a parent changes everything. And mm-hmm. it's funny hearing now, Andy recently said that he was the Samantha, like from Sex in the City. I think um Carrie, Carrie, Bre- wait, am I saying uh, Sarah Jessica Parker? I almost like Carrie Brush. I'm
3: like, that's not her
2: real name. <laughs> 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 Sarah Jessica Parker was recently on Watch What Happens Live with them, and they both agreed that he would be the Samantha. So for him to, you know, change his life yeah, and become yeah. a dad is, you know, huge,
1: huge change. Joanne. And now he's, now he's the Charlotte, you know, he's at yeah. home. And uh, I mean, maybe not quite that drastic, but no, I, I think it's really neat. I mean, he said that he'd wanted to be a dad for a while and he was waiting for the right time. And, you know, people kept thinking it would never happen for him because he did kind of have a reputation as someone who liked to stay out late, have fun. I think he was a little bit of a playboy and, I mean, he's basically, he said that he besides work and Ben and travel for work, that's pretty
3: much his schedule. That's what he does. Yeah. It's so great. It's great to see him in that new role and it works perfectly for him because he's just, <laughs> you imagine what he has to deal with with all the housewives. Yeah. Being a parent, that's like nothing.
1: <laughs> he did say though that being a parent is harder because he said that his actions would could never cause harm or like like mm-hmm. you know he's like i have to keep this baby alive and healthy yeah. and thriving he's like i don't have to worry if the housewives are sleeping and eating the right foods and so i thought that was really cute because people ask what's harder being a parent or managing all the housewives and some of us might think the housewives just, might be it just goes to show harder.
3: how hard being a mom really is yeah. you can't <laughs> exactly housewives you can't compare it's
1: yeah but before he became a dad I think he had the best last hurrah ever. I mean, oh this is God. the perk of being a, a, a man having a baby. Um, yeah. You are not, you know, I think I, I was like, oh, why didn't I have a big party like that? I'm like, oh, yeah, why would I want to be around pregnant. a bunch of people getting drunk yeah. when I couldn't drink? <laughs> yeah. But number two is Andy's baby shower, which might be one of the biggest parties of 2019. I, I mean, talk about like all these things I think were some of the criteria for making this list was. It had to be something that kept us glued to our phones. And mm. this, at first, people weren't posting a lot. And then it's like the social lubricant that is alcohol kicked in. And then, <laughs> <social laughs> I mean, <laughs> they all got crazy. Oh, it was amazing. It was
2: wild. We saw I didn't of even know. Ne-
1: we've never seen. <laughs> and amazing. Yeah.
3: I didn't even know it was, I don't. I don't remember even knowing it was going to happen until like that morning or that, you know, someone said something, like Kyle said something. I can't remember someone. And then it just like blew up and it was like, wait, what's happening today?
2: Goes to show everyone why I want to be invited to one of Kyle Richards' party because I know they (laughs) said the OGs were the one who hosted, but we all know it seems to me like Mm -hmm. that Kyle did probably most of the legwork and everyone maybe wrote a track. But what a hell of a party it was! A, was it was a star Eyes born theme, I believe. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it was
2: so cute, a beautiful dinner, and then they just—I mean, it must have been because it was the afternoon. And what else do you do? And it's the afternoon; you're in a baby mm-hmm. shower. Everyone got so shit faced, and <laughs> Rena was unbelievable. It was such a fun group of women. Like it was truly our Super Bowl. Like it was wild mm-hmm. to watch.
1: Well, and you know it was a crazy party if Teddy Miss Accountability Mellencamp posted to her Instagram the next day that she was so hungover she couldn't get out of bed. So if she could just throw caution to the wind and get hammered, it must have been
2: the part – I mean,
1: just an epic party. And which, honestly, I think it was really sweet because, as Rena said, I mean, it really isn't that much of an exaggeration to say these women owe him their lives. Like, he paid for your lives. He got them (laughs) – the lifestyle they have now a lot of them are making big checks because of Andy and real
3: housewives and it's a real testament to how much they really love and appreciate him cuz i mean you don't always love your boss you don't you know they genuinely had an amazing time and really wanted to show him the best of the best and you can't fake that so you could see that there's real love and happiness for everything that he's was about to go through and and you know the big change in his life he was about to have absolutely and i remember
2: watching what was even sometimes even more shocking were the people that weren't there like bethany mm, and ldp yes. and knowing kim. what we know now and mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. I, 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 oh I wow mean,
1: yeah, yeah. Kim so kim show got a, yeah i invited kim zolziak was not invited
2: her show did get renewed So I don't know. I don't understand why we're still trying (laughs) to make that happen. But Bethany and LVP not being there Mm -hmm. is kind of foreshadowing something. I mean, I remember
3: Bethany was actually like in because it was in wasn't in it was in California. And I I remember she she was in California and I was like, oh, Bethany will be there. I was looking through my stories. Because I saw that she was flying there, and and then it, she wasn't going there for that. She was going for another appearance, and I was like, "Come on, you couldn't she just." She could have like, it, in, like right? yeah. yeah. They just. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> and our <laughs> number one.
2: Without further ado, I feel like we can all say it on the count of three. You want to try it? Maybe. <laughs> one, right. two, three. Bravo Bravo Con! Con! <laughs> I know <laughs> for one I mean
1: how, how could, could it not, not be Yeah. yeah religious experience honestly mm-hmm. I mean Vanessa and I kept saying to one another like this is the best weekend of our lives and then we'd be like minus our wedding and our kids being <laughs> yeah. born and then we'd look at each other and be like no this was better <laughs> than really. our wedding and better than <laughs> our kids being born one, I will say, I mean, the birth of your children is a very important day, but you're exhausted. It's, it's not so much fun. Yeah. It's not it's, fun. Like, yeah, this was yeah. so fun. And even your wedding. I mean, you're yeah. stressed. You're nervous. I mean, this was like, this was like attending someone else's wedding they planned for you and they did everything mm-hmm. you wanted exactly mm-hmm. the way you wanted. Because Bravo Cotton, like, I mean, I wouldn't change a thing except maybe a break to take a nap at some point because <laughs> it was exhausting, but it was so fun. It
2: was so much fun. And it was um, one of our favorite moments. And we talked about this on our bonus episode and meeting Eliza, we got to connect with her in person and other Bravo accounts to share this love. And it was, it was, it really kind of was a Bravo religious experience. We had no idea if we were going to get Bravo con fire festival because literally nothing (laughs) was released, but they, they definitely delivered and I'm still on a high. I'm wearing a BravoCon t-shirt right now. I wear it to bed. (laughs) But I'm still on a high. So I have BravoCon dreams every night. But what was your all's favorite moment? Like, what surprised, like, what really made you go, like, oh, my God. Kind of give you chills moment.
3: Um, For me, it was really watch what happens live just because it was such a, I mean, this is happening. This is Bravo filming everything that and then also just being able to run into Bravo people like oh there's there's Tom Sandoval there's uh, let me get a picture and everyone was so nice and it was just it was just it's still surreal to me like I don't think I fully absorbed that it actually happened but that's okay I I, it was just so much fun
1: I think so I mean watch what happens live I was definitely up there as part of my favorite part but I think for me it was the moment that we walked in so Vanessa and I walk into the merch area and it's just like oh my gosh this is happening we were one of the first people to walk in like we were there within five minutes of it opening because we just woke up early we're, like, let's, let's we're moms we're moms. We're, <laughs> we're, we're moms we're like uh, planned and what you is know, ready to ends. go and yeah. we like are just walking through and at this point the Bravo Labs aren't at their stands yet I mean half of these booths aren't even set up yet and there's Ariana and she's just standing there and we're like oh my god And she said, we said, Hi, we're the real moms of Bravo. And she's like, Oh, I know your guy, I know you guys, your memes are funny. And I was like kind of like getting teary-eyed. It's just one of those moments that sounds so shallow. And I (laughs) I mean if you're not a Bravo person, I sound just so so (laughs) valid right now. Totally good. But it's just one of those things that's like, these are the people that we love. I mean, we love them so much. We have created an Instagram account. We basically have part-time jobs, but we just don't get paid. (laughs) And So for them to recognize and know who you are, it was just, like, insane. Like, Kyle Richards was like, hi, we're the Real Moms of Bravo. She's like, oh, my gosh. Marge knew who we were. She's like, I'm so happy you're (laughs) both here. Like, she knew I didn't have a ticket. Like, (laughs) I just, the fact that, like, that to me was just, uh, my favorite part is just realizing as much as we love these people at the end of the day, they are people too. And it was shocking to me how much they appreciated us being there supporting them. It was just really cool. What about you, V? Thousand percent. No, I was just
2: going to say it felt amazing to be seen and to have like nice conversations with everyone. Everyone was so nice. And I wasn't expecting anyone to not be how they are on TV. I don't know, but everyone is is exactly how they appear to be on TV, except some are extra nice. Everyone was nice, but definitely there are people who are nicer. Bronwyn and Sean, I think I will forever love them. They're such great people. And gave time to Abby and I, and we were able to spend some time with them and talk about their journey. That was an incredible experience, but watch what happens live was so great meeting everyone. Like literally every moment I felt like we kept looking at each other and be like, Oh my God, Oh my God. Oh my God. This happened. That happened. This happened. It was just, it was great. I honestly don't know how they're going to top themselves. And I really hope like for selfish reasons, this doesn't get too big because it was nice that Mm -hmm. you were able to meet people in that merchandising area and, It was, it was nice. It felt intimate.
1: And I will say Friday versus Saturday. So first of all, I was the biggest complainer that there weren't more tickets. Uh, I still think the prices were outrageous. I would love to see them make that more reasonable and just keep the number small. Friday probably had half the people that Saturday had, and it did change the way things were. I mean, there was a line on Saturday, a very long line just to get to the merchandise area where Friday, you could just breeze on through there. It wasn't a big deal. So I, I think that they, the numbers, they did a good job. I think had they made it any bigger, it would not have been as enjoyable and it would not have been, um, as available to talk to the Bravo labs. It would have been even harder.
3: So I was so nervous that I was going to miss the Vanderpump premiere. I thought I was going to, you know, get cut off because they were cutting people off if they reached capacity. So I had my husband and I get there like 45 minutes early to get in line. So we there's no line at all but someone comes running behind me she's out of breath <sighs> she's like they cut off they cut off the atlanta show we have everyone's gonna be running over here I-, I came here as fast as i can i'm like oh my god I was she was in like full like glam gear and she just <laughs> ran as fast <laughs> as she could and i was like this is awesome i'm just i'm just so happy to be here <laughs> i'm, like, You're like, I'm with my like, people this is what i'm here for yes yeah, like i came to the yeah so no,
2: i was nervous about missing the premiere so i went i wanted to meet the atlanta ladies so i got a picture with Portia and kenya and so i was the first in line because i knew i was cutting it close they did not give any breathing room with mm-hmm. the schedule Abby and our friend Lauren saved uh, saved me a spot. And they were like, oh, my God, you got to hurry down here. Like, things are kind of crazy. Yeah. with the people... being, and It was kind of wild there for a people second. Were,
1: people were, like, pissed for a while. And I, I feel so bad. I doubt this woman's listening because I didn't even tell her I have a podcast. But this one lady <laughs> really wanted to go see whatever was happening um, at another event. And this was at the Hammerstein Ballroom, which was the one that was 15 minutes away from the two other spots. So she's like, I'm going to go run to this other panel. Will you save my seat for me? And so this other panel was starting in like 10 minutes. I was like, okay, she has a 15-minute walk in. She's going to stay for the panel, which is about an hour, and a 15-walk back. I'm like, I cannot hold the seat <laughs> the whole time. So I gave it up, and I gave it to Lucy from Lucy on the Ground. Oh. The but, I mean, people were like, are you still saving that? Where's your friend at? And I just was like, they're both in the bathroom. And so I like, you know, lied and said I had two seats and that two people were in the bathroom. But it was, I got, at one point I was texting Vanessa. I'm like, I'm going to hold your seat as long as I can. But if somebody gets really angry and aggressive, I'm going to have to let it go. Can't do
3: it. Yeah.
1: Do it. it was so intense, but it was so much fun though. Everyone fun,
2: had a yeah. genuine excitement. I loved it. I loved it so much. Eliza, who was your favorite person that you met?
3: Um. Okay. I, I mean, I don't know if it's just because it was the first person I met, but Schwartz is so Aww. nice. I asked him for a picture. And he's like, sure. And I'm trying to take the picture, and I'm very – I'm not good at selfies. And he's like, here, let me take it for you. And I was just like, you're the nicest person alive. I don't know. I just wasn't expecting them to be so friendly and, like, patient with people. You know, I assumed they'd be like, all right, I got to see the next person. And they were just very relaxed, and it was just nice. I mean, how could they not be? They felt like rock stars. Could you imagine, like, going to an event where, like –
2: people are standing in line for
1: you. Like I'm sure
2: that I doesn't happen imagine. in their daily <laughs> lives.
1: <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. It was so fun. I he love Schwartz. He was a sweetheart. He is so sweet. He was really nice. He, I think, I mean, a lot of them were so nice, but I think for me, the favorite person I met, and I wouldn't say like, I never even got a picture with her, uh, was Captain Sandy. So the loud mm. and proud panel was amazing. I wish more people would have been there. And Just her story and who she is as a person, it was extremely moving, and I have just the most respect for her, and I I just, I think she's such a great human being that I'm honored that I was, like, in the same room as her. I just was, like, sitting there being like, wow, I'm this close to somebody who's just so amazing.
2: I think I felt the most, like, a little bit starstruck was, was the Beverly Hills ladies, when I saw Renna, she's my back background of my phone right now, actually. <laughs> Not even my child, but it's Lisa Renna, and I. I was just like, holy shit. Like I I was I was dying. I'm like, it's Renna. Like, oh my God, it's Renna. Like it was that moment to me gave me chills. But literally, it was like everybody. I felt like that with a lot wow. of people. And like Abby said, I felt like being seen, feeling seen by the people you kind of interact with uh, via the internet was awesome to kind of get that meet, acknowledgement and also just kind of meet in person. And it's like, I am a real person and I am not, I'm not crazy. I'm not creepy. We <laughs> <laughs> just love Bravo. So it was so much fun. It, I
1: mean, it was, it's really like I tell people like this was like a bucket list uh, item for me and I didn't even know it at the time. I think they will probably do more BravaCons in the future, but mm-hmm. I'm—I just have a feeling they'll never beat the first. There was so much excitement; they killed it. I don't think people anticipated it being as amazing and just, inner the energy. It's just hard to put into words. What a great job they did, just from a whole event planning standpoint. And so I just—I don't—I don't know if they'll ever beat that first one. And I feel like we are very hashtag Mm -hmm. blessed
3: to have been Mm -hmm. there
1: so i mean i will like i will hopefully attend future ones but I bet I will always say the first BravoCon will forever be my favorite. Well, yeah, we'll,
3: we'll be the ones who'll be like, well, at the first BravoCon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be like, by the way. And we'll There'll be, be eye people.
2: rolls everywhere. Yeah. will yeah. be
3: okay because it'll be amazing, but we'll still be like, actually, you know, <laughs> at the they used first to do BravoCon, this. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just call ourselves a
2: BravoCon OGs. Yeah. You know I love it. we call it or something. Yep. Well, let's, since we're wrapping up the year, I want to know from Eliza, you and Abby, like, what is one word that just sums up your 2019?
3: Well, I started out the year with my word being elevate. And I would say that I'm ending my year being more of a, the word is more humbled. Because I'm more like, okay, I'm aware of of what I want to do and who I want to be and just kind of brought down to earth. So I'd say humbled just because, but not in a bad way, just like. I feel like it was sweet. Yeah.
1: Oh, I feel like I I love that. I would say unexpected. There were so many things this year. Uh, The success of our Instagram account. I mean, you know, in February we had a thousand followers and here we are now with 22,000. So it's just (laughs) like, when I look at it that way, I think wow, 21,000 people over the course of 10 months uh, started following us is very unexpected. The fact that Bronwyn wanted to be on our podcast was unexpected. Just all of it. I, I never planned any of this to really happen the way it did. Uh, and even getting to go to BravoCon for me was unexpected. So that would be my theme for the year. What about you, Vanessa?
2: Ooh, I feel like you both picked some really good words. And I'm the one who asked this. And of course, I didn't have an <laughs> answer prepared in my head. But the word that comes to mind to sum up... Um, my 2019, I would just say is hustle. I feel like I've hustled for myself. And, and doing this has been such a great creative outlet. And I feel I'm a firm believer that if you want things to happen, you have to make them happen for yourselves. And I feel like hustle would be my my word to sum it up. And I love JLo and Hustler. So there's, I'm hoping (laughs) for her and the Globes, I know. But um, I would
1: say Hustle. Well, I love that. So Eliza, thank you so much for being on here. Where can people find you? So you're on Instagram, Facebook. Let everyone know where they can find you.
3: So I'm on Instagram and Twitter as FaceReality16. And that's all for now. I, I do have <laughs> hopes of starting a podcast at some point, but uh nothing official yet, but I'll just throw that out there into the universe for well, do what well, it, it tw- wants with it. 2020, <laughs> 2020 your, your yes. word might be podcast.
1: Yes, I like well, that. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on there and thank you everyone for listening. We will be taking a little bit of a holiday break, so we will see everyone, We'll hear from everyone in twenty twenty. Well, that was a lot of
2: fun counting down our top 10 Bravo moments with Eliza Face Reality 16. If you're not already, you guys, please give her a follow. And honestly, this year wouldn't be anything without you, right, Abby? Without our listeners and people following us?
1: I know. I mean, I said that 2019 was so unexpected on the episode, and it truly was. I, I mean, we hoped that this podcast would have listeners more than just our friends. We hope maybe people would follow us on Instagram. I don't think we expected that you guys would really support us, interact with us, encourage us, give us great suggestions and really just, I don't know. I feel like we've built a little community here. So thank you to all of the real moms who have made real moms of Bravo possible because your, your, your support and love really keeps us going and we just can't thank you enough for it.
2: Absolutely. I mean, you guys, we are two Midwestern moms with, I'd like I'd like to say boring everyday lives and doing this has brought so much joy and excitement to our everyday lives and it's with it couldn't happen without you so we're forever ever grateful so if you don't want to miss out on anything that we're doing in 2020 please don't forget to subscribe to our podcast for all of our latest episodes we have a lot of fun things in the works you do not want to miss it and while you're at it, leave us a five-star rating or a review. We love, love, love your reviews. And we share them to our Instagram, which is at Real Moms of Bravo, So don't forget to follow us there, too. We will catch you, oh, my gosh, you guys, next year. Ah!
0: You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are BODY. Start your free trial at BODY.com. That's B O D I. dot com.